Cinema needs a kickstart. What's better than new original films created by a diverse range of voices? Sequels, reboots, spin-offs, remakes, and more of the things you already love. Obvious, obvious things. Brendan and Nick present that movie you like. The sequel. Welcome to That Movie You Like, the 2016 reboot. It's time for the great new podcast where we look at classic films, then pitch you the sequels you can't live without. I'm Brendan Spengler. And I'm the ghost of Nick Mispast. Just a f- few months too late. Well, it is the past. <laughs> the 2016. Yeah. This week we're doing... That's okay, she seems peaceful. My name is Erin Gilbert, Doctor of Particle Physics. Ah! That stuff went everywhere, by the way, in every crack. Very hard to wash off. We have dedicated our whole lives to studying the paranormal. Now there's sightings all over the city. There are people out there that need our help. Holtzman, you're a brilliant engineer. Aaron, no one's better at quantum physics than you. We can provide a real service. I'm joining the club. You guys are really smart about this science stuff, but I know New York. And I can borrow a car from my uncle. Uh, You didn't disclose that the vehicle was going to be a hearse. It's a Cadillac! Let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh. Did you want to? Sorry. sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you. Next time. Okay. Someone is creating a device that amplifies paranormal activity. <laughs> we might be the only ones who can stop it. Yeah, we're talking about Ghostbusters this week. Yeah. Everyone's favorite version of Ghostbusters too, right? Yeah. I. I well. Yeah. <laughs> if the internet is anything to be to to ask, no. <laughs> so, so, in case it wasn't clear from the trailer, but I think it's pretty clear from the trailer, we are doing the 2016 remake of Ghostbusters, also commonly known as Ghostbusters: Answer the Call. That's yep. my kind of preferred or, title or for it. Ghostbusters parentheses 2016 close parentheses. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So that's the Ghostbusters we are looking at this week, and. If you weren't on the internet when this movie came out... Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, it was... And, and was don't weird... come back to the internet. It's <laughs> not worth it, except for podcasts. <laughs> it was a weird place to be. There were so many people just raging about this film. Like, like so very unironically upset that this movie existed. <laughs> yeah, and it's like there's, there's better ways to admit that you've never touched a woman, but, like, <laughs> you know, fair it, enough. It was... And, I, like, there is a small part of me, I guess... That kind of understands that, like, so I, I, I'll say that the Ghostbusters films for me, Ghostbusters 1 and 2, really big movies for me growing up. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of understand that you hold this fondness for them. But then when it gets to the point of nothing else can exist, 
without mm. me be coming upset about it. I think that's where you're taking your fandom to like an unnecessary extreme. Like, yeah, I I think this is probably like part of the origin story of this war on wokeness, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, and and for me, I think you know that's the the reason they call it wokeness is because if you call it basic empathy yeah you, you sound like you're on the bad team so. yeah yeah it was real interesting and, and like really if we look at it as as fans and most of us are fans of something if you're listening to this probably yes there are times when something comes out that you're not gonna like especially in this modern era that we're kind of feeding into as well of rebooting everything and yeah and, and making sequels to things there are going to be things that come out within your fandom that you don't like and it's okay to not like them but when you get to the point of like trying to ruin the enjoyment of everyone else or for everyone else yeah yes. i think yeah. that becomes a real problem and especially when your focus of why you're so upset about it is things like the gender of the main characters oh i think i, mean, I think you're in rough territory baby. The, maybe you need to look the like, thing i sort of find interesting about this is that this movie has a lot of callbacks to the original ghostbusters mm. and it's 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 obviously a lot more f- free to do its own thing as well. Like mm. I, I honestly thought putting like full disclosure, I was not really the biggest Ghostbusters fans I, fan. I had seen the first one like ages ago, but it didn't really leave an impression on me. I think it was just maybe I was just a bit tired that night or yeah. whatever. I binged it all in a week. Like so, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and Ghostbusters you, Answer the Call. You've done well. All in a week, and by the the end of that, my brain was slimed yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it like putting on the 2016 reboot after watching the sort of continuity of the original three it it was a bit of a breath of fresh air there were a few things that eh, Mm. might might have fallen a bit flat but it it has its own charm and it has its own voice and it's it's just more ghostbusters what's what's to be sad about yeah and i think that's that's a really good way to look at it but for me it was one of those things that well, one, I already went into it, I think, fairly open-minded. I figured, worst-case scenario, this might get some other people into Ghostbusters. Like, mm. I, like, I knew going into it, I'm probably not going to like this as much as I like those original films because I don't have all of that. It's yeah. nothing. To, it wouldn't matter what the new film was. I probably wasn't going to like it as much. Yeah. But at the same time, I can just go in and enjoy it for what it is. And it's exactly like you said. Yeah. I think it's just kind of a fun Ghostbusters yeah. movie. Yeah, and I mean, like you look at the original the original franchise and there's a number of problems trying to get that crew back together. Mm. Uh, like Rick Moranis, is, is is that how I... Was- yeah. Have I said his name right? Rick Moranis, yeah. Like Rick Moranis. He's properly retired from film. Like He, yeah. he just doesn't come back in anymore. So yeah. you can't really bring him back in because and for the longest time no Peter Vig- uh, sorry Peter Vig- Bill Murray just refused to be a part of it for the longest time until yeah. quite recently yeah, so, 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 so he, yeah it, it's you know and he shows up in, in, yeah. the, in the reboot as well so You've, you had you had to do something to keep the franchise alive I yeah. think and and I mean this like I say it frees it up it puts mm. it in a fresh new direction and I think what we've done here is come up with where that fresh direction could go further so. and I think that's the real shame of this one although was very happy with Ghostbusters Afterlife yep. so I guess the one plus side of this not really probably landing the way they had hoped is Afterlife came later but at the same time Afterlife does feel again like that little bit of an aftertaste of overcorrection in a way as well like they they, well well not overcorrection but just like pointed correction right like they're they're like yeah all right we we know what you want now yeah although I think they still so I saw a really good interview and I can't remember who it was with I think it might have been Jason Reitman, the director of Afterlife. And he said because the 2016 Ghostbusters Answer to the Call film existed, 
they were able to do a lot of things in their film that wouldn't have probably flown with fans had mm-hmm. that not come forth and kind of blazed the trail a little bit. Okay. So the main character did in Afterlife... Did he cite any examples? So the main character in Afterlife is a young girl. Oh, okay. So, yep. And, yep. and he said yep. that was largely accepted and he doesn't think it would have been yeah. had, had Ghostbusters Answer the Call not come in between. Yeah. So I think... And the other things, I think the, the increase in diversity, all of those kinds of things were things that probably Answer the Call kind of was the first step in that direction for Ghostbusters. So the other thing with Ghostbusters, and Nick kind of talked about his entry into the Ghostbusters. To give you an idea of my entry into the Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters, there was a period in my life when I was about four where I watched Ghostbusters every single day. Like I watched at least... Was it in that VHS? It was. Just, it yep, was. Yep, yep, actually, yep. no, it wasn't. Whoa, it, it, okay. It, it, joined, it was actually, I had we had the real tape. <gasps> so I remember, short sidetrack, but I remember Ghostbusters, the first one was going to be on TV for the first time, which back in those days was a big deal, right? This yeah, was yeah. early enough that most people didn't have DVD, like there were no DVDs. No, most no, people no. didn't have tapes of movies. Yeah, um, like it was Betamax and VHS. Yeah. Sort so of this here, actually, yeah. the version that I ended up getting was Betamax. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll have to actually put like the Wikipedia article for Betamax into <laughs> yeah, our show notes, I think. It was, it was the VHS that didn't work, but it was it existed. And certainly where I, I live, we, we had it for a while. And my, my nan had it. And my nan was who I stayed with during the day in most days because my parents worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I was at my nan's and I couldn't watch it on TV and we went to the video store to try and buy a blank tape to record it because it was on too late for a kid to watch. Mm. We went to three different video stores. None of them had any blank tapes. They were all completely sold out. And so we went... <laughs> Everyone else was the yeah, same idea. Yeah, everyone wanted to take Ghostbusters. And again, I think it's hard to imagine, but like Ghostbusters being on TV for the first time was a really big deal. Like they were advertising a lot. It was a big lot of lead up to it. We went into a video store and they said, well, no... We don't have any blank tapes, but we have a copy of Ghostbusters on on Betamax. And we're like, we have a Betamax player. So we (laughs) bought this tape and it became the tape that I rewatched regularly. And then Ghostbusters 2 probably was one of those illegal tapes that my aunt had. Mm -hmm. But Ghostbusters 1 was this like legitimate tape with a case and everything. And eventually when my grandparents upgraded their system to VHS, I had their old Betamax setup in my room as a kid. So that by then we had electricity for people that are long time listeners. Yeah. It was around the same time that we moved into a house with electricity. I had my own TV and I had my own Betamax player with all of these videotapes. Also for short term listeners as well, Tasmania has been in, an ele- <laughs> in the electricity grid for some time. It's just Brendan. Yeah, I lived yeah. in South Australia back then. Yeah. So oh, that was, okay. it was... well, Australia in general yeah. has been hooked up into our electricity. Just yeah. need to, just, yeah. yeah. Just even even our neighbours had it, but, but it's not us yet. But <laughs> yeah, so... So I watched it a lot. I'm the kind of Ghostbusters fan that actually recently acquired an, like a replica proton pack. So that gives <laughs> you an idea of the level of Ghostbusters fan that I am. I think I can speak with some kind of authority on Ghostbusters generally. I was a little disappointed that he didn't bring the proton pack with him. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I only really drive a small car and it's quite big. But yeah, I I was really into. I was really need to get your hearse. And uh, I think we'll talk about the movie proper because we've yeah. talked about so much of the culture around the movie. But yep. the last thing I want to say, just on a cultural level, is I saw this movie twice in the cinemas. So I saw it once on my own, and then I was lucky enough to get to go see it again through work, which was a perk of my job back in the day. Yeah. And I so I saw it twice. Both times at the end of the film, when the Ghostbusters theme, like the original Ghostbusters theme, plays at the end of the movie, when that was playing, there were kids dancing in the aisles of the cinema. Mm. So there were kids there 
that this was the, probably their first Ghostbusters movie, and this is the movie that made them a Ghostbusters fan. Mm. And for me, how ca- even if you don't like it, even if you hate it, how can you possibly be upset? about something that is bringing all of these young kids into the fandom. They're going to go watch the old films. They're going to go watch the cartoons. They're the reason that there are toys available now. They're probably the reason that Afterlife came out. So mm. all and, of and these things... And the next one that, uh, that's following Afterlife yeah. is coming out. So yes. After Afterlife, whatever they, that one's They just called. started shooting it, I think, this week. So I, I saw a, a poster. I'm not sure if it's a fan-made one, but the tagline, like the, the what, subtitle was Firehouse or something. Yeah, I so, think, so codenamed Firehouse. Okay. Uh, I, I read a thing, and I don't know if it's accurate or not. I haven't researched it, but... Maybe the 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 title that they're got toying with at the moment is Ghostbusters Hell's Kitchen. Okay, but it's it's clearly and when we see where Afterlife ended up, that's about them going back to the firehouse and yep, yep. and all of those things. So whether you like this movie or not, and I'm going to talk about in a minute with how I actually feel about the movie itself. Mm-hmm. But whether you like it or not, it's really important to the history of Ghostbusters and. I wonder if some of these other Ghostbusters movies would even exist without it or mm. whether that franchise would have just died. And certainly the it, it was a big part of some of these kids. And that's how I got into Ghostbusters as mm. a kid. Yeah. So I, it was lovely to see other kids getting into Ghostbusters regardless of which version it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so how do you feel about the film? I'll, I'll start with... Yeah. There you I go. quite like it. You yeah. quite like it, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think... What I would say is, I was never going to like it as much as the original. No, so no, that's, no, that's, that's a, the first yeah. step. But measured on its own ground, I think it's quite good. My main criticisms would be, I think that they at times play it a little too safe. So I think what really works for me is the strength of the comedy of those women and the versions of characters that they are when they are true to them and they're not mimicking the story of the original yeah. uh, i think it's at its best when it's doing its own thing oh <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna love mine <laughs> when they're leaning into the humor of that that version which is very much to me that more apatow obviously paul Fay, who directed it that kind of looser improvised humor i mm-hmm. think when they're leaning into that it's really really funny i think a lot of the ghost stuff is quite funny i'm not always a fan of the effect, visual effects in it i think mm. they're a little bit ugly in comparison to the originals There's, but yeah it's interesting because in a way like it's a lot more blue i thought yeah. like there, there just seems to be this like blue electricity sort of yes vibe yeah. to it and it's a different look i think it sort of adds a bit to the color palette because mm. the, the original movies they're very sort of I would say green. Yeah. Like there's always yeah. this like, like green tinge to everything. Green and then later pink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, yeah, there's there's a certain like vibrancy a little bit more to the visual effects. And I think mm. they're just cranking up like the, the color saturation just a little too much. And yeah. That's probably what makes it look a bit too fake. Yeah. Uh, but- to me, it almost looks a bit too... Also, the ghosts are a bit too detailed. Like I would have mm. liked them to be maybe a bit cut more cartoony. But mm. again, well, they th- literally have a cartoon ghost. Yes. at the end, yeah, this is one of my favorites. But yep. I, I think, the, but I, again, these are pretty small criticisms that I have. Like if yeah. if this movie's on, and I've watched this, so my son recently got really into Ghostbusters, and he'll watch this one like all, so, as, as much as he watches any of the others. Mm. And so I've ended up watching this probably, I'd only seen it the, those couple of times at cinema, maybe one other time, and mm. I'd always enjoyed it. I've grown to like it even more, I mm. think, as its own thing. So, yeah. Cool. I, I, and I, I think some of the other things that I really like about this one that do mirror that original mm-hmm. is the cast and their characters, for me, are all quite likable and enjoyable characters. They, they hearken back to the original four, but they are also quite different. Yeah, they, they are their own people as yeah. well. Like they're not just like I was actually 
that was actually part of the thing I did. I, I started writing my notes because I'm like, okay, this is the one we're doing a sequel to. So yeah. when I actually sat down to watch the, the the story that we were going to, you know, continue, yeah. I was basically like, okay, we've got Venkman, Ray, what's his last name? Stance. Stance, thank you. And uh, Egon. You got Spengler. Spengler, yeah. And, and I'm, you know, sort of like, you know, this person equals this, this person equals yeah. this, this person. And... Oh, and and Winston, Winston, yes, yeah. sorry, Ernie, uh, <laughs> and then it was like, and it was like, okay, this, 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 and this, and I was like, okay, this is this person, this is this person, and they're quite different. Like mm. Venkman's a little bit lecherous in the, yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, one, yeah. and like Sigourney Weaver, she plays this character who's like a woman who puts up with way too much. Yeah. And there, there <laughs> like, isn't a analogue at all for Sigourney Weaver. There's no. Ca- there's no Dana Barrett in this movie. No, I like, mean, it's the, quite different. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, mm, I mean, it's sort of the, the Chris Hemsworth character. It, he's sort of combined with the the secretary. Bit, yeah, Janine. Yeah. yeah, like he's he's sort of the eye candy, I guess, of the, yeah. you know, but the But he's lead. so different to Janine. Like Janine's yeah. a smart, like kind of snarky woman and yeah. he's the dumbest guy you've ever met like, oh yeah like you know <laughs> makes makes two rocks look like a computer so yeah, yeah. I, I really like Aaron and Abby and the relationship that they have in the movie yes. and how they come together so obviously famously in the original the Ghostbusters are kind of all apart from Winston know each other and work together yes um Aaron and Abby worked together, but one of them has gone in the direction of like real science, yeah. and then the other one has gone deep into the Ghostbuster. Oh, yeah. it's the paranormal research life. Yes, and I like the way as as also a kid that's kind of like a real paranormal nerd, and yes. this is what I also liked about Ghostbusters. Unlike say something like Men in Black, mm. I feel like why the Ghostbusters movies are comedies, they take the subject matter relatively seriously. Yeah, like there's um, there's a certain you know amount of research that they've done yeah, into like these yeah. pantheons and stuff like yeah. uh, go go goza goza, goza. Yeah. and the and the two you know hellhounds or whatever D- dan know. Aykroyd's parents famously mediums and interested in the paranormal mm. and things and so that's where his interest yeah. in it came and it it, it comes out in that script. and it does show yeah. yeah like again that's that's a sort of sincerity to yeah. it as well and so I, it's yeah. i think they really nail that in in answer the call as well because there's the things like like they've got these people that are kind of doing the science at this bad <laughs> university where, and then yeah. you've got the real science person who kind of wants to avoid that that aspect of it. Yep. But they sort of come together and the investigation that they do is just them walking through like a creepy house with a video camera, yep. which is very much modern ghost hunting yep. and, and what we see in those shows and things. I think they really landed that quite well. And mm. uh, again, Maybe even better than the original in some ways. So well, I mean, yeah. they don't like. Well, I guess that's the the benefit of the modern day. Like we have smartphones and yes. and, and sort of handheld cameras. That's not a weird thing to be carrying around. Like mm. I don't remember if they were carrying around like Super Eight or something they, when they they've were. They've got uh, one of them has the big camera. Oh in the yeah, library. yeah, like the big yeah, bazooka yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah that's in right. The yeah. library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they quickly retire the camera. Yeah. Because uh, I guess ghosts are real pretty quick in that movie as well. Yeah. But yeah, I I like that aspect. I love Holtzman and I love like. Yeah, so, Holtz is Holtz is my spirit animal. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, so, like so Egon Holtz. is my favorite original Ghostbuster. Yeah, and he's kind of dry and like he's funny, but it's almost like often he doesn't realize he's being funny. But then you catch a cheeky smile. Like I think I think my knows. favorite like, Egon moment was like Do yeah. Egon, yeah. and he gets that <laughs> like, weird little grin yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Whereas Holtzman is more like just embracing her weirdness and yeah. like she'll just put on a wig randomly on an investigation. Like I, I really love that character. Yep. And then I think Patty is a good kind of addition because unlike Winston, 
who is a really beloved character. He, but he doesn't necessarily add a lot to the team outside of being a fourth Ghostbuster. Yeah. Whereas she adds, I know everything about New York. Yes. So that that's her like expertise, and yeah. she actually brings something. Well, she brings new that to sort of team. street smarts to it as yes. well. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. Whereas Winston is a beloved character because he's that kind of worker for hire kind yeah. of blue collar type guy. Yeah. Like he just came in and was like, "Yeah, you got a job. And yeah. Like, yeah. You're hired. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And and very key part of the team. I don't want to make it seem like it isn't. Yeah. But I think that Patty actually adds more to the team and brings. And she adds she adds more to the team that she joins. Than, yes, yeah, definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and that's it because these guys in this team don't seem to be that aware of the history of New York, whereas like Ray and Egon fulfill that role a little bit in those original movies as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just I don't know. I've talked a lot. I'll go throw it to you. <laughs> yeah, cool. So when I when I first watched this, I I was what like thinking again. This is just going to be the same movie, just told. Mm. differently with slightly newer special effects and that sort of thing very different story Mm. firstly like there's certain beats that that line up but for the most part it's it's a it's a new it's a new sort of story the new villain all of that's quite interesting i I quite enjoyed him quite enjoyed his contribution yes and as i watched it it dawned on me that us doing sequels this was going to be the more interesting sequel to do Mm. uh, because this, this one has a little bit more potential sort of bubbling away in it. I think the original franchise, now that it is a proper trilogy in a, in a sense... And more soon. And more yeah. soon, is is starting to feel... It's starting to feel like it's in a box. Mm. And unless you have something external coming in and testing those characters, it's really just them going to be going through the motions. It's, so mm. this, this one I found was in my mind, a bit more fun to write. Yeah, um, it could go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little bit more random. I, you know, you, you say that there wasn't too much fan service and I'm a bit worried now because I've got a fair bit. And <laughs> like, I, I, my brain was so full of Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was starting to leak out my ears. Well, and I did, because I, I maybe tried to push you in the direction of not watching the other ones right away so that yeah. we would have less crossover. No, no, so no, I'm no, interested no. to see where it goes. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's yeah, I think it's, it's an original story, but mm. there's definitely a lot of, like, I, I was leaning heavily into yeah. there's, so yeah there's dr- plenty of drama fan, fan service in mine as well <laughs> oh cool, um, cool, 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 cool. and but and there is fan service in this so the, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, there's yeah. the marshmallow man balloon and there's slime yes. slime is just slimer and yes. and he's got like a family of slimers yeah, now yeah. so yeah but, that's nice but again we have to have some of those things i think that's part of ghostbusters dna as well yeah. it's like the the logo you can't have the no not have a no ghost logo or an ecto one I, I did like, find it funny that on in the second ghostbusters movie they they literally changed the logo to the second the movie logo where yeah. he's sort of holding his two fingers <laughs> yeah. up like it's like oh that's yeah, I guess that, you know, Ghostbusters is back, but would you really go to the effort of like I mean, like card detailing in the in the eighties would have been complicated. You couldn't really cut that in vinyl to my knowledge. Like it would have taken a lot more effort yeah. back then. <laughs> so So cool thing and I can tell you about it because because you've watched Ghostbusters too. So yes. Ghostbusters two often um people say that it's a w- quite a weak movie. It's actually what maybe my favourite in the whole franchise, but it just I can even recognize it's maybe not the best film, but it's it's mm. the one I like the most. But one of the cool things in it is so Ivan Reitman directed Ghostbusters one and two. Yes, and in Ghostbusters two, there's the scene at the birthday party right at the start where the Ghostbusters oh, they just kind show of, up and as children's entertainers, yeah, sort of sing thing, yeah. the theme song, yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. and the kids would rather see He Man. And yeah. there's the kid that comes up and he says something along the lines of, "My dad says that you guys are assholes or something like that." <laughs> that's Jason Reitman, the son of Ivan. Reitman, oh wow! And he who went, went on, on to, to direct, direct Afterlife. That's yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's re- I, I think it's just a. Re- it just goes to show like how much he grew up around those films yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's really cool. Actually, that's yeah. a nice little bit of lineage. So. Yes, definitely, yeah. and. and 
And maybe again, that's what makes this this other one a bit different. Is it's an unrelated director. We're not mm-hmm. within the Reitman family. It's Paul Fagg, most probably commonly known for Bridesmaids and things like that, yeah. which really funny movies with a lot of this cast are in. Yeah, yeah. But- yeah. No, I mean, and I think there's a there's a familiarity he has with those actors as mm. well that that obviously shows through as mm. well. So they they're having fun. I think I think I think that's what shows through. Yeah. Like they are enjoying it. And yeah, I mean, there were a bits. There were bits where I could sort of like. I just would kind of that joke didn't land for me yeah. that sort of thing but you know that's that's all comedy really yeah, so exactly. you know it's, it's yeah. not and like I say as as it went on and I started just leaning into it and stopped trying to find all the analogues for the originals exactly. it, like enjoy I, it for what it is yeah I actually yeah. started enjoying yeah. it more and like I say I think this is going to be more interesting to write a sequel to because the other one is starting I would find it like you know being put into a box and trying to trying to come up with something for that now because there's just so much history and lore in that mm. one now that it's it's getting a bit full something that just occurred to me that I didn't include in my sequel and I might try and I I kind of know where he would go I left Chris Hemsworth out of my sequel oh, not, no. not on purpose <laughs> just because of where the story goes it, it but it that's would okay. To- He's it, busy being Thor. It would totally make sense for him to be there, though, within the story that I'm telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I've got a spot where I can include him. I oh, think. cool, cool. But. Cool. He, for me, is one of the standouts in this movie as well. Oh, like yeah. he's so dumb to the point of ridiculousness. But yeah, like when the gong, he's, the gong gets hit and he's like holding his eyes because his eyes hurt because it's loud. Or when she's like. Why don't you have any lenses in your glasses? And he said, because they keep getting dirty. And it's just like... It's- I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> he's just such a funny... I think he's so funny. Like- yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's he's a very good comedic actor. Mm. And I think that's... It's funny, actually, because I, I've seen a lot of whinging about Love and Thunder. I, I yeah. quite... Like, again, I mm. quite enjoyed Love and Thunder yeah. because I... I'd say it was okay. That's yeah. where I would say... Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it for, yeah. again, what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Ragnarok. Yeah, like yeah. Ragnarok is awesome. I think, yeah, maybe they lent a little mm. too hard into into the comedy thing. Yeah, and maybe COVID one. happened, which I think was well, a factor probably maybe, as well. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, He's, he is a very funny actor. Yeah, is what I was this was really, to. I think, one of the first times that most people got to see that was mm. it was in Ghostbusters. Yeah, I like that they let him have his accent. Like yeah. it's just he's just an Australian guy. Like yeah. we've talked a few times that we don't always get that in movies. He's, yeah, it I does. Mean, it does, he does sort become of the bad guy. Yeah, it does play into my theory though that like the Australian. Australian accent is used for like the equivalent of a hick or yeah. you know a hillbilly sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. I think yeah. this one is just a dumb guy. Dumb, <laughs> like a really dumb guy. Yeah. yeah, too beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and I like that I'm seeing that, and I think this is a thing that is in that Apatow Fag kind of generation of comedy is that they are using actors from other countries, and they're being like. Sometimes people from other countries come to America. Mm. So like uh, Neighbours, which Seth Rogen directed, mm-hmm. uh, Bad Neighbours, I think it's called here in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, with Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne's just Australian. Like, yeah. And they're married and they never really comment on the fact that she's Australian. That's Eric, cool. Eric Banner is in Funny People and he's... he's maybe I, I, I can tell why Australian. they changed it to Bad Neighbours in Australia because it's like, oh, they made, they made Neighbours into a TV show, <laughs> and, yeah. into a movie. That, be, yeah, definitely has a bit more of a history here, that that title. Yeah, um, a bit, bit of a loaded... Yeah, probably UK, they probably changed it to... Yeah, all of Chris O'Dowd is in in Bridesmaids, and oh, yeah. they just let him use his real accent, like even mm. though he's a police officer in America, and maybe it doesn't even make that much sense. But they just do it anyway because yeah. he's funnier in his own accent than yeah. when he's trying to do something else. Yeah, well, like, I mean, if you, if you're focusing on one thing, you're not putting the attention into something yeah. else. So yeah, yeah and you're, I think you're so especially attention. with like comedy. Yes, so much of comedy, like not that can't people can't. People obviously play big caricatures as well. Yeah. But sometimes it is nice just to see some of that trueness come out. Yeah. And this this kind of comedy that I think this Ghostbusters fits into, even though it is a fantasy 
sci-fi type movie, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of more natural level of comedy where it's almost more banter and it's almost more just like, let's just see what happens with these guys on the day and maybe we filmed it 20 times and only <laughs> one of them were funny. But yeah. I, it's that kind of, it is a more modern way of comedy. It is. Doing comedy. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like, I, I remember watching Austin Powers and that sort mm. of thing. And you can see how they've got a idea of how the scene will play out, but a yes. lot of it is just the actors riffing. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah. they have these little moments where they go, okay, we got to get back to the story. And they, they sort of segue back and the yeah. music starts. And it's just, you know, little things like that where you can see how the thing went off the rails a bit and then yeah. they there's, put it together in the end. There's a bit in, in this one where they're talking about Holtzman's doing that dance to that that song and like catching things on fire and stuff and she's doing it and Erin's just kind of awkwardly responding to what she's doing but then Abby comes in and says something about oh I love Devo and then someone else is like no isn't there isn't it this band and yeah. it's, it feels really like maybe they just said that on the day like yeah and it just to me adds a level of of humor and banter which is different to those original Ghostbusters yeah, although they do that too yeah but, but there's a little bit of yeah. like spontaneous camaraderie I suppose yes. that they have yeah. yeah yeah there's a similar thing that I see in Afterlife right at the end when so spoilers for Afterlife I guess yeah. right at the end when the original cast come back yeah and there's this great moment where Bill Murray says he starts to count to three and he goes on the count of three go on two and they he starts to count down and they all just go on two like yeah. they just know like they're so quick to yeah. respond to that and i don't think that that was written like i think that that's just something he did yeah. because you can see almost see like dan Aykroyd almost get a bit of a smile like oh he's doing this again yeah and then winston's almost a little bit slow but he's still he was still ready for on it. the thing yeah and it's just i love that kind of natural comedy and i yeah. think to me, that's what this Ghostbusters does yeah. quite well. Yeah, I, I will say as well, it was it was really quite touching to see Harold Ramis as CGI ghost yes. come back for that. I it felt respectful at least to, to uh, me. It yeah. did. It, it felt yeah. quite beautiful. Yeah, like, like it was a, it was a yeah. very nice it was a very nice and sentimental moment. And it's it, it is a bit sad. I I see that mm. you know he's he's no longer with us and that sort of and, thing. And but, he's in. He's also gets a very small cameo in in Answer the Call. He's there's oh a yeah, he's a bust of him. Of him yeah, the, yeah, in the university, and yep. to me, again, because that was obviously much closer to his death too. Yes. That felt quite, again, quite respectful without going too far. Like they didn't yeah. have a real extreme close-up of the bust or anything. It's just there, yeah, and it's just like a little Easter egg for the little people nod. that recognise it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yes, we know. And yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, and so yeah. Overall, I think as its own movie, it's a lot of fun. Yes. And yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I think it, it it's good on its merits yeah it's not it never was going to set the world on fire but mm. that's not what we're here for no if we're my here son to puts make it money. on i'm going to happily watch it we're, so. we, i mean we're here to make money yeah. right like <laughs> so that's 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 what's what's at stake here so yeah yeah <laughs> and i don't know we probably should have looked it up i think that movie was relatively financially I think it, successful i think it was like, successful yeah, like it covered part it, of the part of the thing i've noticed is there is this this new marketing campaign strategy which is basically make the like reactionary side of Twitter and YouTube really super angry mm. and then they do all the marketing for you yeah. and then obviously you know and then it, those 40 people boycott the movie and it makes no difference yeah but, <laughs> but it also like motivates all the progressives to go yeah. oh you know what you know these guys are angry I'm going to go see it anyway yeah. you know it makes, yeah. yeah so it's, yeah. It, I don't think it lands either way on, nah. on the political spectrum in that way at all but I, I know just... that there was a lot of harassment directed at uh. specifically Paul Fagg but I think also and I'm going to blank on her name, but the the actress that plays Patty, I can't think what her name is, but I, I know that both of them received quite a lot yeah. of just bullying and yeah. toxicity and all of that sort of stuff that unfortunately comes along with this sort of thing. And I think Paul Fagg maybe made the mistake of having a couple of wines one night and kind of 
going on picking, Twitter picking or picking it back at them a little bit uh, which was quite funny, but I think also made things even yeah. bigger. But yeah, I well, I mean, like I say, once you anger that side of mm. Twitter, then you, that's your marketing campaign, right? Yeah. Like you can actually lean into it. And uh, but but seven yeah. years removed as its own thing, yeah. I think it's just a it's a fun Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't have a lot more to say on it. I, I don't either. I think it might be time to sell out. Cool. Let's sell out. Sequel creation. Looks like they've ordered a sequel. Three. We all sell out every day. Two. Perpetuate this cycle of money, grief, fascism, and triviality. One. Show me the money. Sequel incoming. I didn't, I didn't sell out, son. I bought in. All right. Central Park Zoo at night. A security guard explores the grounds with a flashlight. They're clearly nervous. Regina, did you see the ghost yet? <laughs> a voice asks from her radio. Turning, Regina's startled by the face of a snow leopard peering from its enclosure. That's Malala, by the way. The radio crackles. Can you quit watching me, Jeremy? It's really creepy. I'm paid to monitor the monitors, Regina. It's my job. Now get back to your ghost hunt. Ghosts. The only ghost around here is going to be... A loud noise comes from the concession stand. Don't tell me the red pandas snuck out again. Short aside, recently the red panda at the New York Zoo got away. So. Oh, <laughs> that's nice, nice happened. little bit of contemporaryness <laughs> into it. Yeah, I think they got it back. I'll uh, go. As Regina approaches, noises continue to bang around. Sorry, that would have been pandemonium. <laughs> nice, very quick. Yeah, we could we could cut the the pause out. No, leave it in. <laughs> As Regina approaches, noises continue to bang around. Suddenly, the stand explodes. Regina screams as she's illuminated in green light. So the next scene we see is a montage of the Ghostbusters, and now they're working at the firehouse because at, yes. at the end of the call they moved in. Mm -hmm. uh, so now they're working at the firehouse, gearing up and jumping into the Ecto One as they drive across town. And I'm going to have so much trouble with the Ghostbusters, all their different voices, because I'm not very good at female voices at no, the best I'm, of times. I'm not going to try. <laughs> we'll, we'll try. So as they drive across town, so what's the call? Abby asks. Elephant attack at the Central Park Zoo. Holtzman grins. While we can always use the business, maybe another service would be more appropriate? Erin asks. Don't you get it, Erin? Central Park Zoo hasn't had an elephant since the 80s! Patty yells excitedly. Imagine the paranormal energy required to manifest an elephant. This matches our research. New York's ectoplasmic potential has been steadily growing since the Rowan incident. Good thing I brought all the good toys. Holtzman laughs. <laughs> they, yep. they arrive at the zoo. Abby and Aaron rock more traditional proton packs. Holtzman twirls her signature pistols, and Patty carries a glowing sword. Nice. Are you sure about this, Holtzman? That there is a 100% genuine paranormal artifact from the Crusades. What better time to try it out? <laughs> Wait, you mean we don't know if this works? Shh. Holtzman puts her finger up to her lips. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. Abby points at a ghostly elephant, leisurely eating hot dogs from a broken stand. Oh, she's so beautiful and gentle. Erin reaches out, patting the elephant. Abby, get a photo. As Erin poses, the elephant turns its head, revealing a half-skeleton face and a glowing eye. Oh. Erin! The elephant grabs Erin with its trunk, shaking her about. 
Yep. Light it up! Abby and Holtzman blast the elephant, but are knocked flying as it begins to rage through the zoo. Patty runs in, cutting straight through the elephant's trunk with her sword. Holtzman, it does nothing! <laughs> the elephant throws Aaron into a red panda enclosure and grabs the sword in its trunk and starts chasing Patty around the zoo. Oh, <laughs> Guys, help! The Holt sword is doing something! <laughs> Holtzman leaps off a stand, landing on its back. I've always wanted to do this! This isn't helping, Holtzman! Abby tries to blast the elephant, but is sprayed by slime ectro-projecting from its trunk. Erin climbs out the enclosure, grabbing a bag of peanuts from a broken stand. Hey, Baba, lunchtime. The elephant charges Erin, but just before it can hit her, it's caught in a trap. Erin smiles, revealing her foot on the pedal. Time to pack your trunk. The elephant <laughs> is sucked in as Holtzman crashes to the ground. Time to pack your trunk, Erin? I thought it was cool. It's definitely not cool. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to pretend that we didn't hear you say that. <laughs> the women laugh as they are about to leave. But suddenly, Holtzman's PKE meter goes crazy. Wait, there's something else. As they slowly follow the meter around a corner, they see a shimmery, floating purple cloud. The silhouette of a face can be seen through it. Array, we've made contact. Ladies... My name is Egon Spengler, and we need your help. The title appears, Ooh. Ghostbusters, everyone answers the call. Ooh, so, cool. Yeah. You're doing a little bit of universal crossover. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a Sony movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, no, the, it's a done thing. Nice. Yes, well, that's that. I'm feeling a bit more relieved now because oh, cool. it's, it's something that I didn't do. So. Yeah, cool. And I didn't think you would, and I figured this was where... Like, and I think this is something we're going to talk about maybe this show or next week mm. about fans writing these movies and things like that. Yep. And I think the plus side of a fan writing movie like this is I'm pretty intimate with a lot of the, the yeah. lore and things. So yeah. it gives I mean, me the opportunity to I would, to I would say that. over this week that I've crammed yes. Ghostbusters, I became a casual fan. So yes. I, I don't think it's necessarily fan, non-fan. Non yeah. I think you're going to know most of the characters, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but there are going to be characters in this that are deep cuts too. And cool. I will point them out when we get cool, to Cool, cool, cool. So like from the animated shows uh, and stuff. And I'll, games we'll and, just I'll let you, I'll let you yeah. discover it as we go. Let's um, go on a journey of discovery. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts so far? I'm enjoying it. I like yeah. the idea of like ghostly, like it reminded me a bit of the guy out of Breaking Bad after he gets blown up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just, just ghost elephant, unpack your trunk. Yeah. Like like what you did there. Yeah. And Erin was always kind of a dork. So yeah, I was yeah. looking like for she's a, a, bit, she's a, a, bit a way to, her yeah. to kind of incorporate that yeah. into her. Like this is sequel Erin where she's a bit yeah. more confident, but she's still kind of a dork. And, and, I, like, and I like that Holtz is just like riding the elephant because this is fun. Like, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. like, yeah, this isn't what we're here for. So. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun. That was was the scene that by far took the most research for mm. me because I, I did like the whole like patty going oh the sword it does yeah. nothing <laughs> that was you know a, yeah that was fun i was like what new gadget could i include <laughs> and i thought that might be fun i was thinking of things like hellboy and stuff oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. often have those magical artifacts and i was yeah, like yeah. Oh, what if we have one but it doesn't work so, yeah no that's um, fun i like that but so, something to kind of point out for this one last week when i wrote the script I was at the airport to go see to go to Melbourne to see the band My Chemical Romance, and mm -hmm. my flight was delayed for six hours, um, and I couldn't really go home because of the time my mum was staying at home with our son, and we didn't want to disrupt because we'd already left. We didn't yeah, want to disrupt, so it was a, we had all this time to kill. So that's when I wrote the script for this. How, how was Sally with that? Did you? <laughs> she was just doing her own thing, probably oh, watching cool, cool, TikTok cool. or whatever. Yep, but yep. we. I, she did actually help me with a lot of the early brainstorming for this while we were eating oh, dinner. Good, good, good. So one of the things I had talked about is like, what's 
what's what are some kind of places in New York that we could mm. have a have a haunting and I was trying to think of places that we hadn't seen in other movies yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't want to use the Statue of Liberty, for example. Yep. And the zoo came up and I really liked that because I was like, oh, I could do a ghost animal. And I thought, that's cool. We haven't seen that. Yeah, that was actually an aspect I was going to say. I like that we're starting to move ghosts into just like, you know, not human. Because, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I can imagine like New York would be full of ghosts of cockroaches yeah. and rats. Yeah, did take a lot of research though as a result of using the zoo because the zoo that I'm kind of familiar with, I've seen in movies and it's actually pretty outdated by what the zoo actually is now. Mm-hmm. At, at, what, like so, Madagascar but, or something? Yeah, well, <laughs> Yeah, they don't have big animals at yep. the zoo in Central Park anymore. Yep. So, I mean, they have some like snow leopards and things, but they don't have elephants and, yeah, and things yeah. of that scale there anymore. So I had to then go back and work out at what point they got rid of them mm-hmm. because I knew Patty would know yes. when, when they got rid of them. And oh, that yes. would be the key point to them knowing it was a ghost versus an actual elephant. Nice. And But then... It actually took it's, me a long it's time a nice to little, that out. It's a nice little nod as well, and I guess this is probably accidental that you're referring to elephants haven't been there since the 80s yeah. either. So yeah. that's, well, that's that a nice was, little... It, was, it, it matched up and I liked it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was even like an elephant there. That I didn't go into the details of this. There was an elephant there that was famously very aggressive. Oh. And I was like, maybe this could be that elephant yeah. as well. But um, and, The poor and, thing's still tormenting yeah. the same place. And then the red panda yeah. escape. I was aware of that from just something that I read because yeah. I love red pandas. So yeah. I was just aware of that. So I was trying to... I think when we're going to use these real things, you have to You're try and put some stuff in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, to... that just took it too long. Ago. <laughs> that was the Aaron of the yep. <laughs> podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm possessed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was kind of... So it took me quite a long time to put the zoo sequence together. Yep. Probably the longest of this whole movie. Yep. And I, I think it's the best bit. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be cool to see how it's, it's goes. A, I'm a bit worried now. You, you just blew through it really, <laughs> it went really quick. Yeah. So. yeah, it took a long time to put all that together. No, but, but it's, it's very good. It, it does feel a little bit more of in, in place. Yes. Yeah, and I wanted to, because as you can probably tell, there's going to be at least some other Ghostbusters in this movie. Yes, I wanted to make sure these guys still got their moment of yes. this being their movie for a bit. Yeah, and probably something that I would do on a second pass is make sure I use them more throughout this movie. Yeah, because really, I want them to, it to be their movie with all of the other, yeah, kind of like Miles in Spider Verse. Yes, he's the main character. There are other yes. characters in it, but yes. he's they're still very strong. And main I mean, yes, character. definitely like Spider Man Noir steals the scenes mm. and stuff, and yeah, yeah. you know, and Gwen as well. But yeah. it's it's always Miles sort of circles back to yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's probably something. Watch out for it. Let me know in the comments and things what you what you think about the, how yep. well I achieve it. I actually think that that's something I need to improve in a later draft. Mm. But let's jump back in if if we're happy. Yeah, I'm happy. Cool. I, I don't hear anyone being unhappy. So, yeah. <laughs> so we just had Egon Spengler talking to him through the portal. That might give you some hints too as to where these guys are going because if, if you know Afterlife, Egon, mm. Spe- Egon Spengler isn't around anymore. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of a, it's the reason I picked him. Yeah. So the women emerge from a portal into another version of the firehouse. The colours are slightly different here. Mm. Hello, it's so amazing. You're here and completely intact. Ray Stance steps forward, but it's not Dan Aykroyd. Oh. In this universe, he's played by Jack Black. Oh, and he wears that's cool. A, and he wears a tan jumpsuit. I like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm down for this now. I was actually starting to wonder, oh, how are you doing Egon now? Because oh, he's... Oh, and there is yeah. some, there's some stuff going on here that will become apparent, especially yep, for yep, people yep. that know Ghostbusters. But yep. I'll point it out for people that don't. Yep. Intact? Wait, you mean... Missing parts were an option, Patty asks. The chances were extremely low. Egon, played by Martin Starr, rocking a ponytail and a cyan-coloured jumpsuit in this universe. Mm -hmm. Martin Starr, 
You might know him from things like Freaks and Geeks, Silicon Valley. He's one of the teachers in the spot, the newer Spider-Man movies. The, oh, okay. the glasses. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Quite uncomfortable in Far From Home on the plane. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, yep, I Where his him. wife got blipped, good. but then she didn't really get blipped. <laughs> good, uh, good, uh, good casting, actually. I, like yeah, that, that matches Egon quite well. Took a while as yeah, well. Yeah, no, good job. Cool. So, yeah, the chances were extremely low, Egon says. But we can discuss the means for trans-dimensional travel at a later date. I was contacted by a Ghostbuster from another dimension. He told me of a spiritual entity named the Gothran that was invading dimensions. Unfortunately, we were too late to save that world, but he managed to pass on the information I needed to make this meeting possible. The Gothran is on its way, and we need Ghostbusters. All of them. This is actually starting to feel like you, you've been able to make your little Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like all eight of the Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see how many I can yeah, find. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. Wait, we just fight like normal ghosts. This is a little beyond our capabilities, guys. Mm. I guess you didn't find any gods yet. Don't worry. Let the real Ghostbusters teach you. Peter Venkman enters, played by Owen Wilson oh. in a brown jumpsuit. Okay. He yeah. looks at Aaron. Yeah. He specifically introduced wow. themselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he specifically introduced himself as the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. The real Ghostbusters are specifically the Ghostbusters from the cartoon. I was going to say because yeah. wasn't Venkman blonde in the cartoon. Uh, so he he's got brown hair. Egon is yeah. blonde in the cartoon. Oh, okay. And has yeah. the ponytail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so right. 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 These are the cartoon Ghostbusters oh, right, right, in, right. in live action, but nice. these are the ghost, cartoon nice. Ghostbusters. Like, yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm down. If you didn't know this, it wouldn't really make much difference to the movie, but it's cool because it gave me an opportunity to kind of make my own Ghostbusters. Yeah. That still are a certain team of Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I didn't want to... You, to managed, you managed to reboot it without rebooting it, but also mm. reboot it. So yeah. It's, it's and I didn't want nice. to go to an animated universe because I didn't think that fit this this story very well, which is Not more well, grounded, no. typically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters, as, as much as Ghosts are grounded. So, yeah, Peter Venkman's just entered, played by Owen Wilson. He looks at Aaron. Peter. And you? Take a cold shower, Venkman. Janine just got a call. Purple trolls are attacking the museum. New girls? You're with us. Winston, played by Donald Glover, enters mm-hmm. in a grey jumpsuit. Yep. I just love Donald Glover. Yeah, he's Donald been in like three of my movies. Yeah, no, he's, he's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like your version of Harrison Ford. I yeah, think he's just showing he's up and everything. everything. Yeah. Yep. Actually, we'd appreciate Holtzman's help here contacting more Ghostbusters. As long as you look after Slimer, I think we can manage. He points to a green ghost, caught in the act of stealing a sandwich. The ghost grins and jams it in his mouth anyway. You guys have... A pet ghost? <laughs> you don't? Come on, we'll catch up in the car. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing that's a cartoon thing. That yeah, they had so, the pet ghost. Right. So yep. Slimer was part of the team in the cartoon. Oh, okay, cool. Ghostbusters. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Actually, famously in the later seasons, they changed the name of the show from The Real Ghostbusters yep. to Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's <laughs> like real poochy and, and the yeah, he, itchy he and scratchy show. <laughs> took over the show later on. Um, and he's in this a little bit, probably not as much as he was using that cartoon, but I liked having a version of Slimer in this yep. as well. Again, well, you said you, you managed to bring Slimer in. Yeah, so, good yep. excuse to have yep. him because he's, he's from that universe. Yeah, so yep, yep. nice. It, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yep. so those are my real Ghostbusters. They pretty quickly, we're going to introduce them pretty fast. Yep. They're going to be a pretty big part of this movie yep. too. So No worries. I, I quite like your your casting choices. I I wouldn't have necessarily picked Owen Wilson as a Bill Murray standard, but that, that works for me in this, yeah. in this concept. Yeah, because like, they're, like they're not exactly the same. So yeah. the cartoon versions, 
And there's often this debate of whether the cartoon is canon with the other movies and stuff. Yep. Because it very much follows on from the movies, but it also goes a lot of directions that they never mention, obviously, in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- well, I mean, it's it's sort of like that soft canon, I guess, mm. where you have, like, in before Disney bought Star Wars, and we're not going on a massive adventure, <laughs> I promise, where they have all those little side stories that yeah. Luke and Han and Leia yeah. go on. And, yeah, they don't really affect the main thrust of the stories, but, yeah. yeah Certainly in the comic books, yeah. they treat the real Ghostbusters as a separate universe as yes. well. So, yeah. And that's kind of... I thought it was more fun. It gave me more Ghostbusters to play with as well yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I'm, I'm down i'm enjoying yeah. this and i think then we're not just having like multiple versions of the same people over and over which is kind yeah. of a bit boring cool so we've got aaron abby patty real winston and real peter and they head to the museum oh, no, i know i'm going to use real for the real ghostbusters just yep. because it might get confusing at points Otherwise, it gets, if it I gets don't... confusing because obviously they're not the original yeah and we can't <laughs> yeah. look at them visually and see yes. that they're different yeah, so but i, I, I like, need to label them thank, somehow. thank you for having the the, the audio cue so, <laughs> yeah yep yep so we've got real winston and real peter and they're all heading to the museum meanwhile the firehouse is invaded by a purple creature of its own the museum team battle valiantly while Holtzman, Real Stance, and even Real Janine fight the ghost in the firehouse. Nope. So the cartoon Janine sometimes fights okay. as well. Uh, cool. I, I like that she's got something. I like that she's got something to do as well. That's cool. Yeah, I don't think I gave her a casting, which I probably should have. But well, we can do, we can do that. Comments. We can do that after. Leave a comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, both teams are losing, and obviously these sequences in the real movie would be bigger and there'd be more banter and stuff. Yeah. But. In, to stop the script being a thousand years long, yeah. I, I've had to just kind of sum up some of the action sequences. Yeah, we, to... we've learned from the Star Wars extravaganza, yeah. <laughs> I think. So so obviously there'd be a lot more going on in this yeah, fight, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it would be more detailed like that initial elephant fight. I am just can't... I don't have the time to write that fight no, no, over that's and over. Okay. Your, your flight was only delayed six hours. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, they're fighting, but unfortunately both teams are losing. Suddenly, portals open up at both locations. At the museum, the Extreme Ghostbusters appear. So the Extreme Ghostbusters is a later cartoon, sort of set in the real Ghostbusters universe, but again, maybe its own thing, (laughs) with a new team of Ghostbusters and an older Egon, who's kind of their mentor. So So it's like Batman Beyond kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's very much that, yeah. Was that after Batman Beyond, out of curiosity? It was around the same time, yeah. Funny um, that. (laughs) If you look at the creature designs, it's very much the animation style of things like Rugrats at the time, that really ugly 90s cartooning. Mm -hmm. Uh, It works quite well for the show. but um, I guess guess like Fuggly Ghosts sort of works. Real Monsters, uh, that kind of style as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not so much the human characters, but definitely the monsters. Yeah, well, I mean, the human characters in like Hey Arnold and Are Real Monsters and Invader Zim, none of them (laughs) escape. You know, so we've got our extreme Ghostbusters appear. Mm. Uh, Chris Pratt plays Garrett. Nice. He's the kind of jockey Ghostbuster from the extreme Ghostbusters. He also just happens to be in a wheelchair as well. Okay. Jenna Ortega recently Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. She's going to play Kylie. She's mm-hmm. our goth Ghostbuster. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> it's like casting to type. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have that much time. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to um, say. Roland. And I had to cast a lot of characters. I was, was going to say, the only other person who could probably do that would be Aubrey Plaza. That would yeah. Be my, I think yeah. I had was thinking of her for the real Janine. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. Think, and, oh, yep, yep. Yeah. There we go. And maybe I just didn't write it in. I think that's why I didn't There we go. It. Okay. So yeah. she's. All right. Cool. We got back to that casting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I we think closed the loop. Either that or Aubrey Plaza will turn up later and I've forgotten. Yep. Because there are a lot of characters in this Oh, right, right, right. Roland, played by John Boyega. And Eduardo, played by Jorge Lindbergh Jr., who's not super well known, but he was in Bumblebee and he's popped up in a lot of other things. I still need um, to watch Bumblebee. Yeah. I've heard good things. Yeah, he's really good. He's a Latinx 
actor, yep. which was important for the character of Eduardo. Yep. And he's quite funny. So yep. I thought he'd cool. be perfect Excellent. for this team. Yep. So our real Ghostbusters have now arrived at the museum and they kind of follow them through. With the new with the new assistants, they are able to capture all of the trolls at the museum. And nice. again, can you imagine all the cool kind of set pieces that we could use yep. at the museum? That's kind of I'm going to say as well, I'm imagining the portals, not not like the Rick and Morty sort of portals, but I'm imagining that these like this veil of slime they have yeah. to pass through. Yeah. Just is like they all come through and it's all Yeah, I like that. Know? Yeah, I like that. So we'll, we'll and, I mean that. some are slimier than others, sort yes. of thing. So yeah. and but I'm sure there's gonna be some character that just passes through completely unscathed. So I'm just <laughs> just putting that there for, I, I like the slime portals. I hadn't sort of thought too much about them visually except that you could see through them yep. that's probably as far as I got yeah but I reckon um, they're sort of like this gooey yeah ooze oh, that, that just that fits the universe right yeah. And yeah. especially when we had things like the pink mood slime and stuff yeah that visual might work quite well there yep um, at the firehouse we're getting some different Ghostbusters coming through Mm-hmm. Lucky, Phoebe, Trevor, and Podcast enter, blasting <laughs> oh, wow, the troll yeah. back. Cool, nice. Even still, though, the troll at the firehouse is it can't be stopped right now yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with these four new Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. If you're not Ghostbusters super fan, these are the main Ghostbusters from Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, they're, they're, they're sort of a cast of kids. It's, yes. it's very Stranger Things actually. That it one, is. It? Because yeah, it does, one it, of them is one of them is from Stranger Things. things. Yeah, yeah, so that helps. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously they'll be a bit older in this one, but they're yeah. they're coming through. So even though they've come through, though this this one at the museum is really big and really powerful. And they, you've got to think that the Gothrin has sent one of its most powerful ghosts to try and stop them from bringing yep, other yep, Ghostbusters yep, yep. into the world. But then we hear a voice. Forgetting someone, creep? Winston. Raymond. Light him up. The elderly Ghostbusters from <laughs> Afterlife also come through. Nice. Yep. And again, this is why. Can we, got- can we just say, because this is an audio format, you also got Rick Moranis. Like, you managed to get him <laughs> Moranis. We'll, we'll talk about Rick Moranis later. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> the elderly Ghostbusters from Afterlife have come through now yep. as well. Another reason why I wanted to use a different cast for real Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise you're just using like a de aging, deep yeah. fake sort of thing. Yeah. It would get boring. I think yeah. I, I want them to have their own personalities and yep. stuff. So- no, I'm, I'm liking this. I'm liking that there's obviously. Because the other thing that sort of, I'm not going to hold this against you if you didn't write it, but it would be cool to also see just like alternate universe versions of like not necessarily those characters as well, Mm. like just completely random names that you pull out of a hat. Let's just see where we end up. I'm sure this happens, yes. (laughs) Never mind, carry on. Sorry. Uh, You got my imagination firing, so that's a good sign. (laughs) I will say though, there's a surprisingly large number of Ghostbusters to pick from and I've only used the well-known one so far, so okay. uh, you'll you'll see what I can come up with. Nice. Yeah, so the elderly Ghostbusters from Afterlife are here as well. So together, they can defeat the troll. So it's like mm. Egon, Ray, Holtzman, the Afterlife kids, and the old Ghostbusters together, they're able to all work together and take down this, that's a pretty this cool, troll. That's a pretty cool crew, actually. Yeah. Like, that would actually be cool to see all of them. In the yes. Are they crossing the streams? Because that could be disastrous. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about crossing streams later on yep, as okay. well. Yep, yep. All the Ghostbusters that have come through to this dimension now meet back at the firehouse. So it's getting yep. it's getting full over there, right? Yep. It's very busy. It's like definitely, you know, wow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'll stop that now. <laughs> Sorry, guys, the lines were crazy and then the subway was down. Lewis Tully walks in, played mm-hmm. by Steve Carell. Uh, oh, yep, 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 yep. oh he, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. He enters carrying several coffees. All the Ghostbusters look at him. He's got like four coffees. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm going to need, I'm gonna need <laughs> yeah. a few more. And he just leaves. <laughs> so that's our Lewis Tully for now. Yep. All the Ghostbusters talk, and you've got to imagine some of these, but there's plenty of fun interactions already. So Patty comments that the afterlife Winston looks just like her uncle because oh, Ernie hasn't played her uncle in, yeah, uh, uh, in yep. the 2016 one. Yep. Real Venkman and afterlife Venkman really hate each other. 
and yep. they are constantly <laughs> arguing. Phoebe and Trevor are shocked to meet another version of their grandfather. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, he's different, but he's yep. their granddad. Yep. Roland, so he's from the the Extreme Ghostbusters. Real Egon and Holtzman geek out over tech, so he was kind of the mechanic of that team, Roland. Yep. Real Ray, Kylie, Podcast, and Aaron pour over Tobin's spirit guide, yep. looking for answers. They're the more kind of spiritualist members of the team. So I was trying to pair them up, and I unfortunately don't have one for every single character. But you get what the sort of things. I'm we're just imagining that, like they, all these ecto ones come together like a big <laughs> mech suit at the end. Yeah, that would, that would be cool. All right, let me get back into yeah, voice, sorry, sorry, sorry. voices mode. Yep. So, do we have any idea where the Gothran will manifest? You're not going to believe this, but all indicators point to 550 Central Park West. Oh, that that I'm I'm very familiar with <laughs> oh, myself. So, yep. Both Vinkmans talk at the same time. Dana's old apartment building? The main Ghostbusters army arrive at the apartment building. In the real dimension, the top floor is still destroyed. Hmm. Some start to walk up the stairs, while others fan out on the ground. Meanwhile, Egon, Holtzman and Roland work on searching for more Ghostbusters, but are currently unsuccessful. Hmm. They are all anxiously joking with one another, when suddenly... Choose the form of your destructor. <laughs> Booms across the city. Everyone, blank minds. Ray. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Afterlife Ray laments. Yep. What did you do, Ray? No, not again. <laughs> A huge portal tears open as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man's smiling face pops through. Yep. <laughs> It wasn't just Ray. Oh. We see a he second head bust through. It's Rowan's. Oh. My bad. I take responsibility for that. Abby raises her hand sheepishly. Yep. As the creature, bigger than the Empire State Building, emerges, we see it also has parts of Terror Dogs, Muncher, so he's the ghost from Afterlife. Yep. Sam Hain, who was a famous ghost in Real Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. Slimer, mm -hmm. and Vigo the Carpathian, are also kind wow. of included so, so in this like huge arms and legs coming yeah, out of every amalgam beast yep, yep, that's nice. coming through. So everyone was having little reminds things. Me, reminds me a bit of like a, a Akira or something yeah, like that, kind yes. of just oozing. It's really bits, disgusting. Everything big else. thing. Yep, yeah. Nice. And there's all these throwbacks because it's almost like one person on each team accidentally pops something into their head. So yep. the destructors, this real mixture. I just imagine like there's a corner of the room all going, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh, that that, that and, bit was me. And it, was yep, totally sorry. Good. it would totally be Abby, yep. I think, from the like. And so she just puts a I was just like, that's me, sorry. Yep, yep. And so all the Ghostbusters open fire at once, proton streams of every colour bursting into life. The Gothrin stumbles back, but then slowly it pushes forward. Any more backup, Egon? Working on it. A portal opens. One blonde Ghostbuster steps out. It says Rookie on his jumpsuit. He waves silently to the crew oh, and starts blasting. Tell me that was Chris Hensburg. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's not. Oh, um, no, that's okay. So, so Rookie is a character from the video game. Yep. So in the Ghostbusters video game, you play as Rookie, yep. and he's a mute character. He never speaks because okay. you have the other four Ghostbusters kind yep. of riffing around you. Yep. And uh, so that's why he just waves silently because yep. he doesn't talk. Yep. So he, I just actually had a vision like part of this amalgam would actually be Chris Hemsworth as well. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah well, Rowan. Just, there you go. Is, he comes back sort in. of there. Yep. So he waves silently to the crew, then starts blasting. Yep. One guy, that's the best we have. Yep. <laughs> Time to cross some streams, guys. All the proton streams cross, becoming one huge proton stream. 
the Gothrin is still moving forward, slower and kind of pushing, but yep. he still won't stop. Yep. The tone is actually starting to be a bit somber. So yep. we've seen all this riffing and joking. Yeah. It's never really felt like real stakes. Oh, but yeah. We're running out of Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> this, um, this isn't working out. Yeah. No, dear. We're running out of Ghostbusters. Yep. It's like the, the the music is starting to get like a Latin choir or yeah. something in it. Like they're all starting to kind of share worried looks. Yep. Is this the end of everything? Maybe this is our Toy Story 3 as they're going into the fire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. With the, the glow of this beast and the yep. things and yep. the, the looks of fear. Well, just the destruction. Yeah. Can't be yeah. Either, so. for, the, for the first time, these Ghostbusters don't have an answer for this. Mm. A portal opens. The Ghostbusters, as they appeared in the 80s, step out. Ooh. Room for four more? Great. More Venkmans. <laughs> <laughs> they add their proton brass to the stream. The ghost of Egon stands between Phoebe and Trevor, hands on their shoulders. Their proton streams surge with extra power. Real Lewis Tully jumps out of a cab. <laughs> this is the Steve Carell Lewis Tully. Yep, yep. Clad in Ghostbusters gear. As Lewis and Janine from the 80s also come out of the portal in full Ghostbusters Ooh, okay. gear. They all add to the stream. Yep. We almost have him. We just need a little more power. A beat-up old jalopy pops, pops out of a portal. <laughs> Two old guys in hats and another big figure pop out and start blasting too. Wait, is that one guy a gorilla? <laughs> wow, <laughs> so, that's a deep cut, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, so I I think you're probably not. When Ghostbusters came out, yes. they wanted to use the title Ghostbusters, but the Ghostbusters already existed. Right. And there was... Right up until the last minute, they were actually filming two... I can't remember what the other one was, but it was like Ghost Smashers in Ghostbusters. And so oh, they were okay. filming the whole movie with both things. Yes. And about halfway through, they would like, stuff it. We're just filming the whole movie as Ghostbusters. Yep. To kind of almost it force sounds them. better, I guess. Yeah, yeah. To almost force them to have to pay the licensing and for yep. whatever this was. And it apparently came through quite late, but they were able to license the name the Ghostbusters. Yeah. But there's this earlier team of the Ghostbusters, which were from... I want to say maybe like the 50s um, yep. black and white era I think oh, yeah. two older guys with like pork pie hats and a gorilla oh, <laughs> that were Ghostbusters and so when the Ghostbusters cartoon came out yes. and this explains oh, the, that's real why it's called the real yeah, Ghostbusters right? They, they didn't get the license for the cartoon only for the movie so that, right. they, they were allowed to use it but also the original owners were also allowed to use it so they right. in the 80s there were actually two Ghostbusters cartoons <laughs> there was the real Ghostbusters and the filmation Ghostbusters and the filmation that's just petty <laughs> yeah and the filmation Ghostbusters were similar it was like a guy in a pilot's hat and, yep. and a, there was still a gorilla most, yep. most importantly I've gone with the really early version for this yep, yep, one yep, yep. Um, well I mean they, the other version may be yeah, yeah, the, the yeah they could be there yep. too but I really wanted to include them and also probably let's pop Chris Hemsworth he can pop out and say yeah, yeah, yeah. as well Hello. Maybe, he's on his motorbike yeah, yeah he's just waving he's yeah. like oh what are you guys all doing <laughs> so we've got even our real original Ghostbusters they didn't have proton packs but in my universe they're from a dimension where they at some point got proton packs because yep. I didn't want to explain how I got them. So yeah, wait, is that one guy a gorilla? The Gothran explodes. Slime and goo flies everywhere, covering the city. Yeah. Well, that was surprisingly easy, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. Ghosts, reminiscent of every universe, start popping out and flying around from the the rubble and the debris yep, of yep, this yep. ghost. <laughs> you had to say that, Eduardo. Garrett complains. All the Ghostbusters teams, all mixed into fun new crews, start fighting the ghosts. The energy at this point, again, is a lot more fun and adventurous again. Yeah. This is what they do. 
they can mm. all the Ghostbusters can do this. Yeah, I, I like the idea as well that you know the, the characters that sort of perform different functions within their own teams actually split into yes. other teams, so they they form new teams yes. around the strengths of each of them. So yeah. they're not just like huddled together the same type of characters. They're all sort of. And this would be the funnest thing. Yeah in this movie I think like you'd yeah. have some which maybe are close and then others that are like complete different yep. and the maybe the Venkmans have to work together because exactly, no exactly. one else wants to work with yeah, them exactly. so. and that would be the, I think the funnest part of this movie and would be trying to work out all of those Yeah, I've I, I pointed out a few but we'd have plenty more in the, the full yep. version so yeah they know how to do this the Ghostbusters can catch ghosts so yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they catch the ghosts but it's a big adventurous sequence with lots of ghosts all over the place jumping out of Ecto-1s mm-hmm Oh, there's a gorilla working with such and such, so we call it a ghost. Yeah, yep, cool. Cool. This is what they do. The Ghostbusters all return to the firehouse, tired and covered in slime. They're in the bottom area of the firehouse where they normally park the Ecto-1, yep. I think that's the only way to fit them all. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're tired and covered in slime. At this point, they all start to say their various goodbyes as they return to their own worlds. Mm. Phoebe and Trevor hug 80s Egon for the last time. Yeah. Because he is actually their granddad, an yeah, earlier yeah, version yeah, of their yeah. granddad, but yeah. it's him. Yep. The various Venkmans argue about who did the most before Slimer slimes all of them. Good. <laughs> Gradually, there are less and less until only the real Ghostbusters and the answer the call Ghostbusters remain. So I guess now we can go back to just regular single dimensional spirits? Ray responds, yes. Your New York needs its Ghostbusters. But one day, if a threat is too great for a single team of Ghostbusters, we may once again ask. Ray and Aaron both yell together, Who you gonna call? (laughs) Everyone stands awkwardly. Abby and Patty just leave through the portal without saying anything. (laughs) Oh, come on, guys. That was cool. Aaron follows them through. Holtzman salutes Egon. We'll always answer the call. Aaron's head pops back through the portal. See, I told you it was cool. <laughs> Holtzman leave and the portal closes. A kick-ass version of the Ghostbusters theme plays. Nice. The uh, end. Is it My Chemical Romance playing the thing? Oh, yeah, we could. that would be cool. Yeah, that would be a, a nice throwback. And I think they could do a cool version as well. Yeah. Uh, as nice. much, the Fallout Boy get, version gets a lot of hate. I quite like it as its own thing. It's a fun song. I mean, yeah. it's just another cover. The, yeah. the old song still exists, exactly. guys. Like, yeah. yeah. But there's just one more thing. Oh, one Post-credits? More, one more little, little, yeah. little, little, little nugget. nugget. Yeah, yep. after the credits. We see the decimated street by Dana's apartment. There's a lot of slime and stuff. The Ghostbusters famously don't clean up very well. (laughs) A portal opens. Hey, dude, where is everyone? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, (laughs) all wearing Ghostbusters suits and packs, pop out. They look around awkwardly. I told you we didn't have time to stop for pizza, Mikey. And that's the end of the movie. (laughs) Nice. I like it. Are they they all in those original 80s, early 90s suits or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Ghostbusters comic does cross over with the Ninja Turtles comic. So they've actually met before. So I was like... Uh, it's, a, it's a fun way to include something really out I mean, there. The without... Ninja Turtles, are, have, they, have they crossed over with like Scooby-Doo yet? Like that's that's kind of the, uh, the benchmark. Actually, I don't think they have, but oh, they've crossed over with a lot of things. I, yeah. I, I know they've done Batman, definitely. Yeah, yes. yeah and uh, yeah. Every, anyway. everything you can imagine. But yeah, Star I was Trek. like, <laughs> it's a fun way to put Turtles in. Like I didn't want them to be a main part of the movie because I thought that was too distracting. Yeah. But they have a tie to the Ghostbusters, so I was like, yeah. let's just throw it's them nice in. To, the it's nice credits. to drop them in, just, yeah. just to have to pay royalties to someone else. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah, they are probably the only property 
that Sony would have to do that. Yep. I guess Filmation maybe for those other early Ghostbusters. Yeah. But well, I, I mean, I, I can imagine that being amicable. I can imagine that could be amicable for yeah. them. So, yeah. If Paramount hasn't just bought that at some point along the yeah, line, so I mean, they didn't some, have to license it anymore. Some gelatinous mass is probably absorbed yeah. into their IP. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I imagine at some point they wanted to stop licensing it and probably just bought Ghostbusters wholesale. Yeah. But yep. yeah, that's my Ghostbusters movie. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. It's fan servicey, right? It's, it's, it's a bit fan servicey. Yeah. yeah. But that's a good thing. Like, yeah. you know, this is, you know, again, a very beloved franchise. Yeah. And I think you you tick all the boxes for what fans would want to see. So, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd like to. It would be fun just to riff with you, just to come up with like how these these set pieces play out, yeah, like just, yeah. just to get the bit of differentiation as well. Obviously, there's a lot more that needs to be in this story. I was yep. trying to paint the broad strokes as much as I could because with this many characters to yeah. juggle and and it really becomes like audio a, format. Like, yeah, it becomes an epic like Ben Hur. Yeah. So <laughs> this this would require like your stunt teams, your your, yeah. your visual effects departments, yeah. all of those working in tandem. And I feel like a lot of the humor really cool. might come from some of that riffing on set and stuff yeah. too. But I try to at least include put people together that I thought yeah. could could hang yeah, <laughs> I, I, to, like, I did find it funny like I was actually struggling to remember what Chris Hemsworth's character's name is and <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Kevin thank <laughs> yeah. you because I got, I have Kevin quite a lot in yeah, my I'll story go. so yeah, if yeah fans of Kevin be yeah you'll, and you'll, I, I do like feel him, a little so. bad that I didn't use him more because I really like him but yep. it, he didn't have he'd obviously be in there because all the Ghostbusters are in there at some yeah, point yeah, yeah, yeah. but he didn't have a real clear role within this no, no, universe okay. but yep. he'd be there so yeah no, alongside and I did bring back Rick Moranis. Yes. Whether or not we just have to pay him for his rights and kind of CGI him into the background. Maybe, but, yeah. Because I know he doesn't act anymore, but although he, he he recently is acting in something with Ryan Reynolds. So maybe oh, wow. we might be able to... We okay. might be able to... Spin. All right. Well, that's 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 very good. You know, funny you should mention that. Never mind. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Spoilers for next week. So that's pretty much us. And I think... Anything else that you want to say or wait till next week? I, I th- I'm actually keen... To wait until next week, only because I I think we can have a pretty big discussion comparing yeah. our ideas and, and comparing what sort of really leapt out at us yeah. uh, from the franchise and what certainly I'm, I'm interested yeah. to hear what what love you've brought from you know yeah. you've you've got from the franchise and that sort of yeah. thing. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm my worry, itching. I guess, with my one, not really a worry, is that there are a lot of these multiverse movies at the moment and. Um, it's, maybe it's in that's vogue, a good reason to do it, but but, but, also... but that's another thing. Like you know, again, we are we we're are, selling out. Right? We're selling yeah. out. So again, this is not my, a, not a criticism. <laughs> this is my biggest sellout movie in a while. I've I felt like I was getting a bit too deep and a bit too creative the last few weeks. Yeah, so yeah. No, you you, like... you definitely <laughs> hit it out of the park with the Black Swan one. So, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm fully selling out. This yeah, week. no, that's yeah. that's a good feeling. So yeah, no, awesome. We got to we got to keep the revenue coming. <laughs> well, with that, we are going to be back next week talking more Ghostbusters and specifically. Nick's pitch of Ghostbusters yep. so make sure you come back Yeah, we, I have, mean, we have noticed an unfortunate trend where our second episodes don't always do as well and if you are not listening to the second ones you're often missing maybe some of the coolest stuff that we're doing you're definitely missing well, the, the, the more the, yeah. unique stuff is often in that second episode yeah, so. it's, it's, our B side is, is still pretty fun like, yeah, you know, oh, it's, it's definitely fun yeah, I think sometimes so. it's, it's the best stuff we do so I will encourage you to come back next week or if you've maybe... I mean, you know, I'll, I will tease you with the title, Ghostbusters, Staying Alive. Nice. <laughs> and so I think it'd be really cool to come back. But also make sure you, you follow up on the other ones that you liked. If, yeah. you, if you really enjoyed Nick's 
Star Wars, take a look at my Star Wars. It's completely different. No, seriously, so, listen to his Star Wars. It is so much better than mine. <laughs> I don't know better, but very different. No, it's um, it's better. Yeah. Like, it's objectively better. Like, I, I will admit that <laughs> fully. I, I was much more en- enwrapped with your Star Wars one than I was listening back to mine. I was like, eh, a little over the top, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, give Nick some love then. We, we will try to update our website at some point, but you yeah. guys aren't looking at it anyway, so... <laughs> Yeah, we're getting a lot of good listeners, not a lot of good website activity. So if you have the chance to go and vote in those polls, you, it'll actually be really fun because we're going to have some opportunities to discuss those in the future. Yep. But until next time, to, to be, be continued. continued. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at TMYL2. Find our polls and website at tmyl 2 wordpress.com our opening title is by brad harris getting stronger super me was written by theron booth and was mixed by paul slater this episode was edited by brennan crates Yeah.